Pleasant good afternoon. Uh, pleasant good afternoon to all of you in Google Land. Yes, I'm hearing you. Go up Yes, go go right ahead. All right. Well, welcome to Central Bird Regional Stadium. We are having a final match here today between Tropic and Port St. Lucie. Well, we apologize for the late start. Nature took its course this morning when the rains came in, and it came in in abundance. Um, the farmers and the doctors are happy for that. But nonetheless, we're having a one o'clock start. The teams are out in the middle. Elton Tucker Jr., the captain for the Port St. Lucie, Port St. Lucie would have called right and um, there. have elected to field first. The Tropics are going to be doing battle at this time. So, Lynn, I want to say good afternoon to you and all the listeners and viewers out there in radio and internet land. You can go ahead and tell your friends and family that we are live on the Dot Talk Radio. Dot Yes. Yes, indeed, Iva. Pleasant good afternoon to you and all the wonderful listeners around the world waiting to see uh, the start of this wonderful contest, the T20 encounter. And I uh, know the elements would have prevented you from starting earlier, but it's better late than never. Thank you for your being on, and we just show that we're going to have a wonderful day's play. Can you give us an idea as to the lineup? You have that in hand? Um, you mentioned the draw. Yes, indeed. The final 11 here for um, Port St. Lucie, we have Elton Tucker Jr., he's the captain. We have Richard Louis, Tony Reed, Glenn Anglin, Mark Finock, Mark Richardson, Wadney Husbands, Adrian Wells, Neil Green, he's the wicketkeeper. We have Siam Neji, Let, um, Lenworth, um, what's his, Gregory? And Gregory. And we have Glenroy Anglin. No, we call him again. We have another general, Galisti. He's the first man, and Don Thompson. They are the two that did not make the team. And for for Tropics, we have um, Skipper. We have St. Christopher Brown. He is the captain for the team. We have Philan. Philan Davis is the vice captain. We have Bert Davis. We have Gavin Wallace. We have um, Karen, Dale Africa, Malcolm Fisher, Hugh Morgan, Ernie Joseph, Marcel Graham, and bringing up the way is Ryan Watson. So the umpires for today's match is Joseph Baptiste and Alvin Salman. So we are off to read from the far end bowl, the dot goes into the scores book. So, Philan Davis, he's accompanied by Watson. So, we have a slip in place, Galia. Point, extra cut, and I'm here to the many outside. We outside the awesome. The batman is driving, but not getting hold of it. We let in the point region and score. Two dots into the scores book. 
Just goes today, David Maitland and Paul Mott. Again, you can be viewing it live from Elton Tucker Facebook page, so you will see the actual cricket and the commentaries coming through your compliments, the cricket show. You're truly Ivan Henry, the voice you're hearing, the semi going after him outside, a swing and a miss outside the Austin. We can keep it green standing up over the sticks. We have, in the onside, we have a leg gully and um, seems to be Richard Louis. We have a backward short leg, a short mid-wicket and a mid-on. So they're in attacking mode and this time he's right in the block hole and digs this one out. So we have four dots on, on, on the trot here and um, we have Liam will be giving his um, analysis at the end of the over. So Liam, you can look up to the Facebook page of Elton Tucker. This time he's on the back foot. He's getting off the map with one that just trickles out to the cover. He can't prevent the, the single. Tony Reed a bit disappointed there. He thought he should have gotten there a little quicker. But with a fall shot, nonetheless. So apparently the cover feeler was expecting it to race off the bat, but he just punted. And they're on their way. One for no loss. So Tony Reed again from the far end comes outside the Austin. The batsman is getting a hold of this one. He's splitting. The cover fielder and the mid-off, and he's giving chase. And this one, the first boundary comes up as this one was struck beautifully there by Watson. So he gets off the map with a, with a boundary. And at the end of over number one, it's five for no loss. Topics. Yeah, we can briefly. Go on, Liam. No, no, I was just saying, I thought you were giving a pause, so I just fill in the gap. But first over has been bold already, and you, your commentator is Ivor Henry, coming to you live from the Central Broad Regional Stadium. Of course, you know the details already, but for those who have not heard, we had a late start, stayed at 1 o'clock, and your commentator is Ivor Henry right now. I join our commentator for the second over. Yes, indeed. Richard Louis will be taking up the attack from the southern end, the combox end, as he's in conversation with young Elton Tucker, the captain for the Port St. Lucie. Um, we still have to make sure that it's, if it's... It the skipper is going to be bowling. And they're trying to get all the feelers in place. Which of the years is got the final instructions there from Skipper Tucker, young Tucker. So he's going to be attacking with two slips. As a matter of fact, we keep a stand over the sticks. Um, the pitch, a little on the soft side, on the slow side. We've been having rains from Wednesday all of last week and this morning, as Liam would have said earlier, that because of the rain, we had a late start. So, over number two in progress, as Richard runs away from us, away, come over, outside the off-stump, the batsman is getting hold of this one, but not timing it. <clears throat> That's Phil and David. They're going to be ambling for a relaxing two. The throw comes into the bowler's end. So, he should have done more with that. It was a loosener from Richard Louis outside the off-stump, was going away from him, but passed the extra cover, but didn't have enough meat in it to get it um, to the boundary ropes. We have 
witness one boundary so far. That's from Watson. He's going to strike rate of um, 400. He has the one delivery, which is struck for beautiful four from the last delivery from Tony Reed. Outside Yasam, he's pulling this one here and he's pulling and pulling well as he goes for four. So, Phelan Davis, like a one armed bandit, he was short from Richard Louis. He was asking to be hit. He was meat and drink. He was drowning in honey there with that one. Richard Louis, not yet warmed up, he's bowling off a short and run. And again, we have to give kudos to the creator and the ground staff getting at least cricket on the way. Um, David would have told me that rain is slated to come at around 5 o'clock, but I think by then this match should be done and dusted. Perhaps the presentation, which could be had indoors downstairs, so I don't think that would be a bother. So what we have to worry about is getting all of 40 over and it's a 2020 encounter. This is the final match of the SSTA, South Florida Cricket Alliance, and it's being played at the Central Bowl Regional Stadium. Outside the off-stump again, and he's whacking this one outside the off-stump. Doesn't have the legs to get there because he's a cover sweeper. This again, Richard is low. He has not found his market. He's bowling gentle medium because the wicket is not going to be assisting him. So now Watson comes in to strike for the for his first delivery from Richard Lloyd. They just faced some one delivery so far, and Richard made good use of it. So, partnership has yielded some 12 so far. The current run rate at 7.2 so far. So, it's good going here for tropics. This time it's dead on target, and that's what Richard Lloyd was trying to do all along. This one, the batsman could do no more but play it back on, along the track on the offside, skip a tucker. One then does the feeling. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish. To disconnect, press 1. To record your message, press 2. We didn't get your message either because you were not speaking or because of a bad. We seem to have got, um, yeah, lost part- contact with you. Yes, he's back on now. No, because- yeah, what I'm saying, when you're calling somebody, he's coming to Oh, he's coming to Okay, let me. Take- okay. Yeah, well, you. over number two. Uh, Completed and then um, ladies go at the central board regional park. It's 12 for no loss. Philip mm-hmm. Davis is on eight from nine, and is on four from three. Yes, well, either we are seeing the stream, and those of you who aren't able to listen to the broadcast, it's streaming live on Elton Tucket Facebook page, and it's Seem to be very, very clear, Ivor, and it's good viewing as well. That's that's it. That's the senior who is operating the, the, the videos. We come in from power and this time is bang on target as the Yes indeed. As Watson plays it on the on side of the track, Tony Reed does 
his own feeling. Still on Davis is on strike, being very watchful. This time he comes forward again. They run a quick single here. And again, cover feeler. Was a bit slow off the mark. But good running there between these two. Good understanding between them. This gives the signs of approval to say, well done. You responded well. It was touch and go. Guess they're going to try to milk um, the evergreen child. Besides, getting playing the French is getting runs here. They're going to turn. No, no, no. There's going to be trouble here. As he slipped, remember that the pitch is a little soft and he fell at the non strikers then in his turn for two. But in the end, got there quite comfortably. Let's hope that he's not injured. He's shaking his left wrist. He may have gone down there. It's a good thing he went down on soft turf instead of concrete. Goes up to 15 to no loss. But then he's a strike. He goes in the air, but there's no man there. And this one goes a few bounces. Across the boundary rope for four. So Watson is taking a liking to to read. He struck two boundaries off him so far. He goes into double figures. He's on 10. Just, we see some five delivered. Score goes on to 19. So they're keeping up with the run rate. They're going at seven. Remember, we're still in the power play. We have all of six overs for the power play. When no more than two fielders can be stationed outside the 30-yard circle. This time he comes forward, and uh, there's a good comeback by Tony Reed. And this one was angling into the batsman, coming from outside the off He plays it watchfully. This is the final of the Cricket Alliance tournament, the 2020 tournament. I want to say good afternoon to Balinak, who is during the, 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 the live feed. A loud appeal there from Tony Reed, but it may have got some. Some bad in that one, and I'm feeling big not. Those are those were the glory days when we used to play cricket here. Yours, yours truly, Ivo Henry commentating. So you want to say spread the word, guys, and let them know that they're viewing the finals between Tropics and Port St. Lucie, and the viewing is coming. The streaming is coming. Compliment Elton Tucker, senior. He is in the squad today, and uh, like. <laughs> David told me earlier, if Elton Tucker is on this team, there's hope for himself and myself for making the team. So, Leon, you can come on in. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, we are seeing the stream um, live and, of course, enjoying the cricket action show in, in, in time to come. Uh, Quite a few more spectators would be coming up to the park to see, meet some of the players. And uh, well, back over to you. Stream is a little um, behind everything here with us. So yes, and we want to welcome Ian. Also, he's doing the stream as well, and I'm um, doing color commentary um, from his uh, his point. Streaming would be a little behind us, but um, nonetheless, yes. in the time Louis is second over the fourth of the match. That's when it was a single. They thought it was of a double. This time he's going back. And of course, this one is 
rushing the batsman a little bit, but it can be past the extra cover, husbands. So both batters are on 10. So Watson struck two boundaries so far. And again, we want to say kudos. This time he's going aerial, but there's a coverage in the deep, in the wide, long, on-off area. That's why he's in the throw to Richard Lewis, and he gets a single. So 21, it's a man's age. 21 is no loss. This time he's playing this one, but there's coverage in the deep. In the offside, there's a cover sweeper getting onto it, and he's relaying the throw back into the keeper, which went over husband's head, as a matter of fact, but batters would have settled for one. So 22 for no loss. The sun is trying to take its way from behind the, the, the clouds. So we're still in attacking mode. Well, just a one slip now, but there's a gully station, which Louis started with two slips, but now he's gone one slip and the gully backward point, cover, extra cover, and a long off, and a cover two back. So he's, so he's bowling to a 7-2, so he's got to be getting the ball outside the top. He's set his line so far. This time again, bang and target. Last man trying to get something for this one, but can do no more, but... Hitting the ball straight back to Richard Lewis. So, both batters are on 10. They keep in pace with each other in terms of the score, in terms of balls. Davis has got the better. This time he's plugging this one from outside off and he's going down into the cold corner area. He goes very, very close to the boundary and um, that's good work by the keeper there who. Take it all the way to the boundary. The batter at one point thought that he would have gone into the boundary, but they forgot that it's a rather slow outfield because of all the torrential rains that we've been receiving over the past week. But at the end of over number four, the latest score here at this Central Board Regional Stadium, it is 24 for no loss. Port St. Lucie versus Tropics, and like you've heard it, 24 without loss. And uh, you can view the live streaming, El Kentucket um, Facebook, and you are listening to ball by ball commentary from the cricket show. Mm-hmm. I anyway, your commentators here at the Broward Cent- Central Broward Regional Park in Lauderhill. Back over to Ivan. Yes, indeed, they could be having a bowling change from the far end, so the reason with a ball two and out. And Niji um, is going to be picking up the attack from the from the far end. Yes. Yeah, good afternoon. We're sitting here. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, Mayor Kempers, City of Lauderhill. So happy to have uh, all of you listening in here at... Uh, the park. Uh, we've got uh, a great cricket match going on right now. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's finals between um, Port St. Lucie and uh, Tropics. So, that's fantastic. And uh, who's leading at this point? 
Um, well, it's early days yet. The event has just started. And the time for Andrews through for a singles. It's good one and good. In terms of winning, they're trying to set a target. There's one team that will bat, and then the other would um, get their turn at bat after 20 overs would have been completed. Okay, fantastic. So we want to welcome you to the to the game, at least. Well, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate the South Florida Cricket Alliance uh, and the great work that you do uh, promoting cricket. Uh, being here in Lotta Hill, we are a diverse community with lots and lots of uh, people who have come from places where cricket is played all the time. So uh, it's a sport that we want to continue, and the city of Lotta Hill wants to continue to support because I know how important it is to our residents. Indeed, well spoken. You know, cricket in these COVID times, at least it gets ones off the coach. <laughs> and, and, and having a, gained some thickness during COVID days, uh, any way we can get some exercise is uh, is a good thing to do. Yes, indeed. There's one thing in the making. I just want to stop off the pad neatly here by um, Watson, and he scores a boundary, went all the way to the boundary at the short square leg. Gave chase. This time the ball would have won the race. And... Um, Watson goes on to 17, and Davis Keeping Company is on 12. The latest score here is 29 for no loss. We are listening to the conversation here between Ivor Henry and the mayor of the city of Laura Hill, Mr. Thurston. And we are very grateful for your presence here this afternoon. I show you stick around for the presentation. I, yes, I will. I will be here. And uh, I'm going to enjoy some uh, great competitive cricket uh, this afternoon. Yes, so far so good. And this one down the and the extras goes into the scores book for the first time. As that one was ill-directed down the leg side, not gathered cleanly by the weekend, but no additional to the total other than the one. That's a penalty for bowling that one wide of the mark. This time he's flicking this one off the pads. Goes out to the. Deep mid-wicket, the Ambrose flow for a single. So we're into the 30s now, 31 it is. As Davis comes in to strike. Davis is the vice captain of this team. He's a former captain of this um, Tropics team. I remember he took them to the quarterfinals in the 2020 version, in the 30 over. This time he's walking this one. It's in the air, but going over the head of the flip peeler who's giving chase. And you're going to get at least a comfortable two here. Yeah, wild swing at that one. You got a top edge, and it flew over the slip field, and they got a double. So Davis was trying all his might to that one beyond the boundary. Oops. He got two for his effort, nonetheless. And again, um, Mr. Mayor, I just want to, want to say, um, you're taking all time on Sunday to be here. I know getting off the couch, leaving your family to come and support cricket, we just want to say kudos to you. Well, thank, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, inviting me. And uh, I am enjoying the competition. The, the two teams uh, battle it out. Uh, 
the game is uh, very competitive, and uh, and I'm having fun just watching it. All right, well, we're going to be in for some brighter days because there's a few international matches slated to be here at this park. I'm sure you would know about that. Yeah, so we're, we're so happy to uh, have them. Uh, the people are coming from uh, uh, all over the uh, the planet to uh, play cricket, and they're doing so here in Lotta Hill. And we like to think of Lotta Hill as the cricket capital of North America. Yes, indeed. It's the only ICC approved venue in North America. So you're absolutely and uh, there was controversy when this stadium was being proposed. Uh, the uh, county commissioner back then was Joseph Uh He pushed for cricket, and uh, there were people who had other ideas. Yes, indeed. But he stood his ground, and uh, we got uh, a cricket stadium here in the city of Lauderdale. Hill. I'm thankful for that. In the meantime, um, four whites down the left side, which is doing Getting off the mark is the batter tried to flick this one, but it was away. Passed his legs, passed with the keeper, and went down to the boundary for five wides. 38 it is. So Richard has to reload and come again. He's, he's been there from the onset. He's bowled over number two. Now he's bowling over number six. This time he's tugging this one here. He's going to get just this one as... Good bit of work there. That's a skipper, right? Yes, by the skipper. So he's leading from the front. He's putting the dive there. If that would have gone past him. There would have been at least two runs. So he's in the mid-on area. This time he's playing this one bounce. Oh, we should have done better with that one. Went past him. But he could only get a single as there's a wide long off that did the cleaning up. So the cleanup man was right in the queue. Now we've turned to 40 now. So the score is moving rapidly to 40 in the in the first four plays. And a swing and a miss outside the off stump. We keep a standing up. Not quite cleanly, but no addition to the total. We're halfway through this over. Two more legal deliveries left in this over. Good afternoon to Sata and the hard-working men, all of cricket. In conversation with the, with the mayor of the city of Laura Hill. Outside the some people left alone. One more delivery left. I have not seen that quite often in T20 cricket, but with a 7-2 field outside the off-stump, I thought, Watson thought he would have been flirting with danger, so he would have been advised to leave that one alone with with a slip and a gully looking for the catch. We come up. This time he's going aerial in the air. Let's see. This is going to be the first maximum of the match. Yes, it is indeed. So it was well struck down the ground, and that overcomes to an end. And the end of the ball, and at the end of it, it is 46 for no loss. And for viewers who are looking at the Elton Tucker. Um, Sophie, we want to say good afternoon. Christina, good afternoon. How are you doing? Happy Sunday. John Willoughby, a former USA representative and 
Whitby. Oh, John Whitby. Oh, no, no, John Whitby. I thought it was Whitby. I'm so sorry. Yellow man, how are you doing? You should be here at the park, but enjoy the viewing. And I will create a viewing on the, the commentary. Hope that you're enjoying. Uh, you can feel free to call in, Mr. Plummer. You call in to the, um, to the Block Talk Radio Cricket Show, and we'll have you on air. They'll, they'll be hearing what you have to say concerning Kuwaita. So go ahead and call the, the, the Cricket Show, and we'll have you live on air. Okay, so power play number two comes up. <laughs> and um in the air does he have the distance? No, there's a man getting on it and takes a beautiful catch. A good one and catch there by Richard Louis. He put the wheels on at one point. We thought the weakest keeper would have been calling for it. It was that high in the air. But Richard Louis with safe hands said, mine, 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 and ward everyone off. He said the stats would go into the book against my name, saying that I took the catch in the first catch of this day final. All right, man, that's exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and, and I know that uh, all of the players are very fit, that, that they are all in shape. Yes, indeed. So wicket number one goes, and that's uh, Phil and David. Um, he scored some 15 from 16 deliveries. So a partnership of 46. They didn't get to the 50 mark, but as soon as the power play, it always happened that way. The power play where you can have no more than five fielders outside of the 30-yard circle, David decided he's going to take on the man in the deep, and he skied one high. Gave Richard Louis enough time to run in from the short mid-wicket position and pouch the catch. So wicket number one goes 46 for one. Dale Africa is the number three batter and all rounder in the Tropics team. Watson. So neatly he has gone one three hours, one for eleven so far.
Well, in the topic, what have I asked to speak for us as a certain junior topic? What have we discussed them in and decided that they're going to be chasing Christ? They're going to be chasing balls in the field and they're going to be chasing runs. And presently, they are the 30 over holder of the title holders. But the end of over number seven, the latest score is 48 for the loss of one wicket. So that's the end of a successful over. Africa is yet to get off the mark. As a matter of fact, he's yet to face a delivery. But Watson going at a good clip, 27 from 25. He's there at the top of the inning. He would have seen his partner, Kelon Davis, who would have left him scoring some 15 runs from 16 deliveries. So extras is made their way up to six so far. So Richard Louis is going to bowl his four on the trot. He has gone for some 25 runs so far. He's taken a catch, but he's not taken a wicket. So we're going to sing the song, Wayne, Wayne, go away, little Johnny wants to play. <laughs> Again, I'm keeping company here with with the mayor who has been um, the Commissioner 10 of Laura Hill, and now he has upped the ante and he's gone t- from 2018. He's been the mayor of the city of Laura Hill. So how are you liking it so far? Well, uh, I, I am enjoying it. Uh, at the most, uh, I can be mayor for an additional three years. Then it will be time for me to retire. To retire. So the way, the way it works, the... Uh, city of uh, Lottie Hill has term limits, and uh, those term limits say that if I'm reelected, I can serve up until uh, uh, 2024. Okay. Ambition to serve until 2024. That, that is correct. Very well. In your endeavors, I'm sure your staff would want you to, to keep on keeping on, and like you said, especially where cricket is concerned. We always like to welcome the happy tours when it comes to cricket because without you guys, we're not going to get any place. Well, uh, absolutely. And uh, when the statistics have been studied, when there has been international cricket that's come into uh, Lottie Hill, there is a noticeable increase in um, number of heads and beds. So there are more people who are staying in the hotels, the restaurants are a, a lot busier, uh, and a lot of people have a lot of fun uh, seeing uh, excellent caliber cricket, and that's what we want to continue to uh, promote and and bring into uh, the city of Lauderdale. Hill. Yes, and the leading state in that too locally is the U.S. Cricket Council USA. I'm sure you would have heard of Matt Croatia. Yes, I have. And, yeah, yeah, I've seen you on, on display here. When you had the legends just the other day, I was right in queue here when you, when you I, came for that. Absolutely. I, I know that uh, Qureshi was one of the advisors of uh, County Commissioner Josephus Eglishan in that push to make this stadium uh, a cricket stadium. 
there were others who thought maybe it should be a place to have track and field uh, and football, uh, but uh, the decision was made that the best use uh, to service as many of the citizens in this community as possible was, uh, was cricket. So, so here we are today, and we want to maximize the use of the stadium. Yes, and it's nice to see that local teams are getting to, to make use of it. And uh, this time he's going big. Africa, he's going to get off the map with a, a maximum. Yes, indeed. Up goes the hands of uh, umpire Alwyn Salmon. So that's maximum number two. So Richard Louis is going in to finish his four on the trot. Has one league of delivery left. And uh, Africa waited and waited for all of four deliveries. And on the fifth delivery, he decided he's going to extend his arm. And he's one bang out of the park. So 55 it is. Watson's still on 27 from 25. He's been kept at bay as Africa is down the leg side. Wave of delivery. He's got to reload and come again. Richard Louis has gone for some 32, 33 runs so far from his spout. Not his usual stuff. Um, but he's one of the all-arounders in himself of this team and motivator and advisor to the and outside the awesome fund. It's alone there by Africa. As if to say, I had six deliveries, and uh, the equation meant that I would have got a single off every delivery because he got six runs out of that over. So with the Louis, his overs are done and dusted. He has bowled four overs, no maiden, 33 runs, no wickets. He gave away some seven wide in his spell. Very unlike him. So he's got some making up to do in his turn at back, turn it back. So again, for all the viewers out there, we wanted to spread the word and let you know that you can see the viewing live at Elton Tucker Facebook page. And of course, the commentary, you can always follow it on the talk radio, the cricket show. And uh, this afternoon, we, we may want to invite you to a radio show at 6 o'clock. Every Sunday, we have a cricket show on the Block Talk Radio Cricket Show. We've had this time, he's playing a lovely shot of driven, but he's just going to get one as there's coverage in the wide, long off position. That's Watson's 28. And the total goes on to 57. So Davis last man out, about 15. He put in with a partnership of some 46 runs with Watson. And I want to call he got out in the seventh over when the field would have been spread and he didn't go he was not too aggressive in the first six overs when you had a lot of acreage beyond the 30-yard circle but his mindset told him i'm going to take on the feelers in the deep now and he had an almighty swing and he had the height but never the distance as richard louis took a good running catch he never had any time to settle on the catch it was right in step Biggie now he's continuing outside the off-stop. Wide. As Joseph Baptiste extends his arms to say, you have to reload and come again. So extras are making their way here. They're on nine. It seems as if they're going to make a worthwhile contribution to the total. 
They say, Africa is going downtown, but it's covered down there. No! That was not a good effort by the killer in the wide, long opposition, but it was a good shot. He was struck powerfully by Africa. Seems as if he has been sent in to be the pinch hitter, and uh, he's, he's normally um, a fast bowler. The skipper um, Brown, he normally bats at the top of the order. He normally opens, but this time Africa has been promoted. And so far, he has sucked up just seven deliveries for his ten. This time, he's coming forward and playing a defensive stroke. So he's, he's mixing his innings. He's mixing um, with defense. So apparently, he was told not to give his wicket away. This time, he's going after him, playing it down the ground on the side. But there's a Man station in the long on position, once to his left, then the throw back in. The meantime, the batter's amble throw for a single. So this is the finals between Cricket Club and Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie came in Indian numbers. Um, we're not able to hand the cameras, and then this time the batsman is going to play one off the pass down the left side. It touched him on the way through. Thus, no signal of wide call there by umpire Joseph. Joseph. This time the batsman is covering up. That's Watson. Good delivery. At the end of that over, Neji would have bowled some three overs for 18 1. The lone man to be in the wicket column. The latest score is 63 for the loss of some one wicket. Yes, indeed. So we have Leon who is doing a little color commentary, Leon. So you can let us know what's happening from your end, Leon. is coming from you over there, man. Uh, we're going to be having a bowling change here. The skipper himself is going to insert himself into the attack from this, the combox end, the southern end. He's going to be bowling his left arm spinners. He's taking over from Richard Louis, who was a bit off the mark um, in, this, in his bowling spell, but he would have made up for that with a good catch. Um, we'll get Richard Louis bowling figures shortly. He went to some 33 runs, four overs, 33 runs, no wickets. In the meantime, a single been taken there by Africa. We've played into the offside. So Watson comes in to strike. He's going at a strike rate of 100. It's 28 from 28. And he's playing this one and missing it. But no peel. That one was turning past the off stump. And he just tapped the ball back to the bowler via the way of his boot. Both batters 
meet in the middle. It's probably either some encouragement or he says it's time for you to go, Watson. Africa must have said that. You've been here long enough. You've sucked up some 29 deliveries. Or get off strike and let me go. Yes. This time he's going to say it in the air and this time he dropped it. My word. Buttered fingers. All the hard work, put in the yard, got in there, and it just burst through the fingers. Disappointment there for him. Disappointment for his skipper. And uh, I think he's not going to look anywhere close to his skipper. So Pinnock is the one who is guilty. Um, culprit there for putting down what should have been taken. Young Tucker left hand bowls around, around the wicket, and this time the batsman is playing one over the middle. Richard Lloyd. Pinnock very disgusted in himself. He should have taken that one. It was easy peasy. He, he got in about two, three steps in, and it burst through his fingers. And the Cardinals said it went for four. So 69 is the total. Good number. Outside the off stump, and he's trying to give himself room, but he's not timing. So that goes into the book. So one weight of seven. So they're going into a good clip. Apparently, plus some 23 so far. Outside the off stump, he's dabbing it. Again, not placing it or timing it. So we have come to the end of the 10th over. I think because of time constraints, there's not going to be any strategic timeout. So at the end of 10 overs, it's 69 for the loss of one wicket. Watson is on 33 from 31. Africa going at 100 clip, 12 from 12. Enjoying it so far, Mayor? I certainly am. It's uh, extremely exciting. Especially when a catch has been put down or a boundary has been hit. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that there's quite a bit of strategy to the game. Yes, indeed. The bowlers are trying to outthink the batters, and the batters are trying to outthink the fielders. And they're trying to put the on the scoreboard. One, they hope that they're feeling this time is him again. There's runs here for him as there's a deep backwards square leg as they ambles through for just a single. The ball got down there in a hurry. He didn't time it as well as he would have liked. Watson, he goes on to 34, and now he goes on to 70. Um, uh, sooner or later, we'll be, we'll be predicting a projected score. This time he's going downtown again, but there's coverage again in the long-off position. So, Niji is bowling to his field. He's in his last over. He's bowling his four on the trot, like uh, Richard Louis, who the bowl his four for some 33 runs. So, if Niji would keep it to this, he'll do. Oh, this time a good flick there by Africa. He goes for maximum. That's a good hit and a good look at cricket shot from from Watson, it is. My word, that was class. That was just a flick of the wrist and a proper cricketing shot and it went some eight meters. So that's the commentator's curse. I just said that he was bowling very good. He has bowled some three point two overs for just <laughs> 20 runs, and just like that. He was flicked away for six. So he's trying to 
compete with Richard Louis, he would have gone for 33. This time he's full and he's hitting this one beyond the boundary again. That's a bad delivery. And he got the treatment. He's gone for another maximum. And he, he's going to surpass Richard Louis, I would imagine. He has two legal delivery left. And um, he's gone to some 32 so far. That one was nicely timed by Watson. He's on 46. He's just one strike away from his 50. So quick passing in the hurry. Quick passing. No, no, it was never um, a high full pitch. It was it was not called. It was not signaled. It was one just asking to be hit, like a, a ball on a string, and you're just going out and just <laughs> do whatever you want to do with it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was meat and drink. As a matter of fact, Watson was drowning in honey. So back-to-back sixes, would we see a hat-trick of sixes? We'll watch, we'll wait, and we will see. Let's see the comeback delivery. Oh, this time he's outside the off stump. He had a walk at it, but let's see if the umpire is interested in calling it a wide. Nope. Says there's one to go. So, young man, Richard Louis would have gone for 33 from his four. You're one away from 33. Would you keep it to 32 and have one up on Richard Louis? Is Richard Louis the vice captain of this team? I would imagine. Yes, indeed, he is. Oh, lights out, camera and action, pull them, neck and crop. So who has had the last laugh? Niji has got the last laugh. His ball is four overs for 32 runs, and he gets in the wicket column. Matter of fact, yes, two wickets. You can hear the excitement outside. You can hear the horns, the, <laughs> the bull horns out there. And like you said, um... Putin Suzuki came in with an entourage this morning, and they have waited. They have not left at all, so Putin Suzuki is well supported. So Watson failed to get to his 50. He was going for glory again and um, missed out. But a good-looking score, 46. They scored, they have done the bulk of the scoring of the 83 ones that's on the board. So it's 83 for the loss of two wickets. So the hard-hitting batsman is Wallace, who makes his way to the to the pitch. Um, how many were hitting at? Oh, oh, I thought we give forty. Sables thirty-two and right. Niji. So Tucker, Skipper Tucker is going to be continuing. You can see on screen that Wallace, former Jamaican um, representative, and he's the, the man they're going to be looking through to carry on. Africa is driving, but all along the ground, this will get Wallace on strike. Eighty-four it is. So now the partnership is in its infancy. It's in one. While it's outside the off stump, playing and missing. There was hopes there for the young man and for Tropics as this is a wicket that they're asking for early because this guy can single-handedly take a game from you. 
But it's a good delivery there by the youngster. Goes up again, bold at this time. He's in defense and trying to get off the mark. This Africa leaning on his back saying, no, you're flirting with danger, the youngster. So we have to give credit to Skipper Tucker. Keeping um, Wallace in check, his bold two dots. You know, Wallace, he's amongst the ones in this competition. This time he dragged this one down quicker, faster, and uh, it's a wide calling signal here by the umpire. So good thinking by the young man. He tried to bowl a quicker one, it was shorter, but he was wide of the mark. Did not give the batter a fair chance of catching up with it. Thus, an extra. So extras down the leg side. He's pulling out the broom, trying to do some house cleaning, trying to sweep. But he missed. Ball cannon into the pad. So Wallace yet to get off the map. Actress has contributed some 10 runs already. And we take a note of that. This time he's pulling this one down again. Every time he tries to put it down the ball faster, that's Elton Tucker Jr. He goes wide of the map for Teddy Austin. Another extra. Goes into the into the scores book. Catches make their way to 11, and like I said, they have to be mindful of that. Now a little bit of counselling and some inspiring words from Richard Louis, the elder statesman. Probably trying to say you the ball two dots, and you had him back him up. You had him in defence. When you drag it down, you're giving giving him a chance to extend his arms. That's not what you want. So let's see. Having this demo is going a little wider. You don't have to be running from the big bat of Kevin Wallace. You know that he's a big hard hitter. He's the man who Lucy would have spent some time in the dressing room discussing. I would tell you that. They would work their plans how to get him out or to keep him quiet. But if he stays, this time he's trying to get off the mark. Yes, he gets off the mark now and then. It's a miss in the backward point position, which enabled Wallace to get a double. So he gets off the map with two, as one was pitched outside the Oh, that's a sloppy cricket there. There's over two. So it's been rather lengthy because of the wides. I've been given three wides so far by young Tucker. But let's see. Who knows? And I get a wicket. The last delivery of the previous over would have realized the wicket. So let's see. This is the last legal ball in this over. And they would have stolen one, as they would say, in baseball, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> it was always two runs on, on the card, and then they stole a third. But it's so funny that you can steal a run in cricket and don't get charged. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing as in baseball. Steal one in baseball and nobody gets charged. That is true. That is true. And in fact, that's just a statistic that they keep up with. Yes, indeed. In the meantime, here's a lovely off-drive shot by Africa. And goes beyond the boundary ropes for four. So he extended his arms. Again, the last four deliveries from Elton Tucker, he was pitching wide. He started very nicely when called to Wallace. Kept it up to him. He was in defense. Then he decided to drag it down and go wide, and he went wider and wider. And then this very last delivery 
who split outside the awesome, given wit, and Africa, who has been sending as a pinch hitter, made good use of it. He goes on to 18 from 15. The score is just one six away from 100. It's on 94 for the loss of two wickets. Watson, last one out, for a well-played 46. So the late score here, Tropics batting, sending to bat by Cooks and Lucy, uh, um, 94 for the loss of some two weeks. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments. Yes, indeed. And this evening, of course, you're going to be listening to the show at 6 to 9 p.m. And Liam Francis will be hosting that show. So we're going to have a bowling chain from the far end. It's going to be Glenn Anglin, a veteran of some sort. I remember he used to captain South Shore Cricket Team. So he's been around. And the glory days when we had Shell Shield here in, in South Florida, England, he was one of the guys who you had to watch out for and spend time in the dressing room discussing how you're going to handle his pace and how you're going to get him out of the wicket once he's turned at bat. <clears throat> but time has rolled on and he has cut down his pace now. He has bowled on that gentle medium. So Mr. Stopper here has opted not to be in the final 11. <laughs> He's opted to be the command, and this time he's, he strays down the left side. Again, extra, just making a worthwhile contribution here. Goes on to lucky 13. So Anglin starts down the left side, 95 for two. Yeah, we thought, we, we thought there was a room, uh, uh, I mean, a slim chance of us coming back to play. Elton would have made the team, but now our hopes has been dashed. That was my punchline to make any cricket team. I'm going to say if, if Elson Senior can play, I'm, I'm, I'm just 20-something years older than him. I can play. <laughs> yes. So Wallace gets our strike. He flicks one off the pad there to the mid-wicket area. That's a single. And Africa is going after him. It's in the air and away to the right of the man stationed on the long opposition. And he made a mock of that one. He did all the hard work. Got around to his right. I know the ball is soft from the, the, the wing. So you should not be fearful of diving. You're not going to hurt yourself. The, the turf is soft. But it was a weak effort. But nonetheless, four more to Africa. Africa goes on to 22. He's one of the all-rounders um, playing for Tropics. He's on 22 from 16. He became the number three batter today. David <laughs> uh, just reminded me here that at this time, no, I don't think that he's going to be running for that. He can't run for that. The ball, he didn't offer a shot, and the ball hit his boot. So quite wisely, he was sent back by... Wallace, who knows uh, much about the rule, because they could have run and get a run out, but the run would not have counted. He would have been set back by these two qualified umpires who are officiating today. He would have booted that one without offering a shot. 
Back in the day, he could not have done that to Anglin if he were bowling at full pace, putting his boot at that. <laughs> there had been broken toes. <laughs> but five and a half pounds, it's hard. Africa is going after him again. He's a good-looking shot. They're going to be ones here. One, two. Good stop down there on the wide, long off position. That's what you need. You need to support the bowlers. But it was a good-looking shot, good cricket shot all along the ground being played by Africa. So Africa is getting the wheels on. He's up to 24 from 18. The 100 comes up. 102 for the loss of two wickets. This time after he's going again, but he's just to the left of the man stationed there in the short mid-wicket position. And the ambles through for a relaxing two. So Africa is really, that's what he's been trying to do. And he's doing a very good job of it. So we're going to give the mayor a chance to just give his parting words, and then we'll probably call him back a little bit later, where he can go and relax. Well, th- thank you so much. It's uh, really exciting cricket here. It's uh, very enjoyable. And uh, perhaps, as you said, I'll, I'll, I'll come back again in the future. But I'll be hanging around watching the uh, rest of uh, this match to see who uh, comes out as the victor. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you. And thank you. And thanks for your time here with us. That's the mayor getting a round of applause there, and we're going to have Mr. Elton Tucker is going to be joining me here in Cutbox as well. So at the end of over number 13, the latest score here, 105 for the loss of two wickets. Africa is on 27, Wallace is on 4 from 5. You're taking the match so far, Mr. Tucker. Well, well I must say, um, the day is um, turning out very good. And um, it seems like if it's um, continuing like this, as the weather report this morning that said the sun will, the rain will stay away until about 4 o'clock. And um, it seems like um, the weatherman was really um, doing his homework. So far, it's been pretty good. But um, we'll just keep our fingers crossed, hoping that we can see a complete game this evening. Yes, indeed. And um, Tucker, to continue. Not the fake Tucker. So Tucker continues. Skipper, you can't get the ball from the skipper. And this time he's hitting this one in the air, but he's not going to carry to the man on the long on country. He just got over the on and got about three-quarter way to the boundary, the ambles through for a single. So Africa did not get hold of it. It was a full pitch. So young Tucker got away with one there. He was trying to hit too hard. This time, outside, this time he's pushing this one. But down there, the ball got there quick and fast and in a hurry. Wallace goes on to five. After it's on 28. So again, we bring it to you cricket live here from the Bowd, Central Bowd Regional Park. This time, a good delivery as Africa comes forward. You know, West Indies are engaged in a test match against Sri Lanka. Uh, 12 o'clock, our time here, if you want to, to 
stay up and look at that match. Down here, good bit of feeling down here by the young man in the long off position, and that's what you need. You need to support your bowler. It was a good looking shot, one of the safer places to hit back past the bowler because no feeler can feel behind the bowler's arm. Outside the off time it's going further away, but the batsman he didn't move across, so thus the umpire had no difficulty in calling that wide. But he did have a whack at it. I mean, nobody touching. That's what you. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket. Yeah, just run away. Yes, indeed. Thank you for that again, Leon. With a little low, though, so turn it up next time a little louder. So again, we're coming to you live here from the Central Borough Regional Park. The final being played between Tropic Cricket Club and uh, Port St. Lucie. So Anglin again comes in, and this time he's walking this one on the side of the pitch. But there's again coverage in the long run position and good running between these two. So Africa goes into the 30s now. He's done 31. Well, this time he doesn't know much about this one. There's going to be trouble here. There's going to be trouble here. Oh, my word. Wallace had already given up, and that was poor cricket on the part of um, Africa there. It was Wallace's call, yes, and he was ball watching. He was supposed to take off because Wallace was looking at the play, coming at the danger end, and um, he let him down. But in the end, no damage done. But Africa has to be mindful of that. Cricket is played between between players. Team is no eye. So it takes two batters to win one single. And it was Gavin's call. Yes, most definitely. It was his call. He saw the play in front of him. And he was just he was supposed to just respond. He's not playing selfish cricket to say, I'm nineteen away from my fifty. I tried to overtake what would have gone for forty six. So let us hope for Tropic's sake, that he's not going to be upset and find himself giving away his, his wicket. This time a swing and a miss outside the off stump. And again, he's not looking. That one kept a bit low. First time we've seen keeping keeping low. This morning we apologized for not starting on time at 11 o'clock. That was because of the rains that came in. It came in buckets. David had to come in his swim trunks this morning. Make him down to... This time, lights out! Camera action. Ball them! <laughs> My word, I said that he, he was going to give away his wicket because he got upset because he should have run a single. That is true. But you never, you never do that. You should take guard, begin again, 
and decide, well, you can play for your team. You cannot just play for yourself because you were chastised by Wallace for being naughty. He was being really being naughty, but that's not the way you play cricket. So he has gone for well-paid 31 nonetheless from some 27 deliveries. In the meantime, I would like to take some um, time out to say a big hello to Barat Gopal. How are you doing? Thanks for watching. John Whitby, Lesman, Nicholas. I thought you'd be playing today. Myrtle Grove, I see someone sending out um, that they would like to play the winner. It's okay. Myrtle Grove against the winner. Okay, we could talk about that later. And it's a big hello to Patrick Campbell. How are you doing? Mr. Romaine, how are you doing? Manish Singh, all the way up there in New York. How is the weather? I know you're going to laugh if, if I said that um, they're having a little chilly weather down there in um, South Florida. And you're going to say, what do you call chilly? Yeah, I don't about that. I don't like to call it down there in South Florida. Um, I have to stay warm, man. Who wants a cold heart? I have a warm heart. This time the batsman is covering it nicely and he gets off the mark right away. So Angling is in the wicket column as Fisher is the new batter. So he gets Wallace on strike. Wallace is eager to do some running between the wickets. Well, for Tropic Seki, they're hoping that he'll be eager to get the ball across the fence. Coach and Lucy would have other ideas. They want to get rid of him and see the back of him or to keep him in check. But while he's there, it's going to be hard to keep in check. It is a 2020 encounter. We're into over number 15. So over the running down, you're seeing a pass score here. Given the nature of the pitch, 150, there about. First, we were saying 160. Any projected score we can get? Um, Paul, not yet. You're saying 150. Okay, the projected score is 152. So let us see. I think you're going to need a little bit more than that. Yeah, Cody going at um, just about eight runs and over. Well, is he going after him, but can do no more than to hit it back to Anglin. They're not feeling well, but at least a dot goes in this course book that overcomes to an end, a successful one, in which we would have seen the wicket of Africa. He went for a well-played, um, so would have made 31. We're going to take a break from the Central Broad Regional Park where our commentators, Ivor Henry, is doing the commentary and the finals between the South Florida Cricket Alliance T20 finals between Fort St. Lucie and the Tropics being played at the Central Broad Regional Park. We'll just go right back to you to our commentator, Ivor Henry, over there at the park. And we just want to remind you that we are here 
every Sunday from 6 until 9. You just call 1-515-605-9850. The number is 1-515-605-9850. Back over to our commentators. Yes, so Tucker continues, and he starts with a wide delivery resulted in... This one, this one is in the air. It's high. It's hard. It's far. It's another six. And this time, he really got a hold of it. Wallace, this time, is getting into the act, and he hits his first maximum of this inning. He goes into double figures. He goes on to, into 11 from 9. They're going to want to see the back of him. They had a chance to, to see his wicket put down on a one-out. He was halfway, more than halfway, three quarters away down the, down the pitch, and he has given up. He gave up his, his inning, and they refused to run him out. It was like a, in baseball where... Where the runner was stuck between bases until he was tagged out. But I guess they did not want his wicket. So, what can we say? Yeah. This time he's tugging this one down to a wide mid wicket. Who is it? Tony Reed? Fields and send the throw back in. Wallace is trying to get after um, young Tucker, but Tucker is bowling his four on the trot. He's on some 30 runs so far. Mr. Louis went for 33. Giddy for 32. That's a bit of the outside of the off stump. was trying to induce a pump, pulling a wire, but was not working off. Because the extras already on to 16 contribution. This time he's playing this one outside the off stump, and I think this one's going to be missing stumps, missing wicket keeper buys. Again, so extras rolling on to 17 now. The last delivery coming up. So Tucker Jr., skipper, bowling his four on the trot. He's made his mark in his bowling. He has not been doing too much in the batting column. Had a tit chat with him. But this time he's going after him. And this time he's going to get here, get four. That was a good-looking shot there by Wallace. Cover-driven, so the very last delivery is gone for four. So he has bowled his four overs for some 34 runs. Mr. Tucker, your assessment of young Tucker's bowling. Yeah, well, um, it's um, not as bad as that. It sounds before quite a few, quite a few wides that um, bring it up quite a bit. But um, in the middle of the of the overs, we got um, is it 16 overs. Yeah, just about 16 overs. So um, I think he, he he wasn't doing too bad. But um, I think he's a little scared of um, the battle he started, Gavin Wallace. That's a very big hitter, and um, they expect Gavin to be coming off. But it's a, it's a, the angler who is um, continuing from the northern end. The first ball is a wide, called by the keeper, signaled by the umpire. We got Mr. Lenroy White. Standing here with, with us. Yeah, I was talking about English. That's the same one. 
you just laugh at me. I'm going to put him on the mic right now also. I'm just going to let him take his um, mask off and um, say something. Mr. White, what are you doing, sir? Yeah, it's a fantastic good morning. Good afternoon. I'd say a pretty good afternoon. The views are under all. A quick assessment of the game thus far has been um, somewhat in the equal balance, I must say. Tucker evolved terrifically under the circumstances of the game and bowling to a player, as you mentioned earlier, such as Coffin Wallace, we all know, representing Jamaica in the past. Um, very hard to hit right and back. And still at the wicket. So with a, with, a, with a player like Wallace at the wicket, you can look for a, a respectable target on the board. Seal Africa was bowled um, in their previous over for a world played 30-odd runs. Well, Angie continues from the far end, and um, this one was outside the off stump, but Wallace was going onside. Uh, apparently, would have lost sight of that one. That one was a quicker delivery, if, if you'll ask me. And, um, Absolutely. The experience, the experience such as that he brings at the ball in attack, um, angling, the experience. Oh, he's going big. But this time he's sweeping this one over mid-wicket, as a matter of fact. And um, Wallace, like we said, he had a chance to get him run out. And the longer he stays, is the more runs he's going to be on the board. He's a no-nonsense man. He goes on to 22 quick passes in a hurry from some 14 deliveries. The score here is now 134 for the loss of two wickets. Absolutely magnificent shot. The biggest delivery for that evening. You went for the similar sort of shot, but this one is a little bit more unstoppable. And he's executing it perfectly over mid-wicket, a massive six. Yes, he was trying to do that with the first delivery. I wondered why he was trying to tug it from outside off the very first delivery that he missed. But that one was again in the slot, outside the Austin, top of the getting shot, even though it, um, he's pulling it from outside off. It was played with some venom. It was played with all the confidence in the world. Wallace, a former representative of Jamaica, the land of wood and water. So let's see the comeback delivery here from Anglin. The veteran, he comes in now with ball outside the Austin, but the wide is not taking it to the batsman. Well, well smartly so. Uh, you've been slugged over mid-wicket for a, a six. A big hit like that, you want to come back properly. And I think it was the, the right idea to pitch it outside the line of the off-stump. wasn't as effective as you wanted it to be, but nevertheless. He goes ahead and straight to the man. Oh, what is the man? And he puts it down. Is it gone all the way for four or six? Seems he's a drop shot, but four runs. was an opportunity presented itself. The man, a wide is the man, makes a mess of the total opportunity there, Tucker. He's getting an opportunity, very sitter, very easy chance. Yeah, I think that the vice captain, Mr. Richard Lurie, um, I don't know if he had um, misjudged the ball, but um, for some reason he moved to his right, and um, I guess he didn't pick it up as um, much as he wanted to. And it's again, um, he plays that one down again to Richard Lurie's field and passed it back to the bowler. Well, absolutely. The opportunity, he just 
took his, his, his own time to move around to his right. It was a straightforward catch, but just made a mess of it at the end of it. And the batsman survived another one. So Wallace on 24, Fisher is on 2 or 4. Steady going on the inside. They're looking for a second. Oh, they decide to go really good wicket, running between the wickets from these two. Very... At the end of 17, the score moves on to 142 for the last of three wickets. Last and so far was Deal Africa for 31. A very beautiful cameo contributed to his team. One thing I must say about this uh, St. Lucie team, the Sweden hasn't been at the best quality, as you know, is that they, they can do, but for some reason, they, they need to, to take advantage of these last three. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to say the film was a little bit um, sloppy. It's um, got down to the end of the 20 overs, but um, they need to step up a little because that's what the batsman is going to do. So um, the field has got to be, should be much better than doing right now, but um, the, I could see the vice captain and the captain trying to. Um, put things in order. Absolutely. It seems we have a change of a bowling in the attack. Replace Tucker Jr. Reed from the commentary box end. Started with a wide delivery outside the some wayward delivery. Umpire giving us a signal. At this stage, you want someone that in with a few tricks up the sleeve to bowl to a player such as Gavin Wallace. We know it can be very destructive. He goes again down to the mid-wicket area. Why this mid-wicket area gone for two? Very smart running between wickets with these two batters. So Wallace moves on to 29 of 17 deliveries. Strike rate of 170.6. Fisher at the other end displaying a Cameo support role, which is the wise thing, the smart thing to do at this stage of the inning. So as it is, it's 145 for the last of three wickets. We approach is over number 18. Welcome back. Ivers will come into the box. Yes, indeed. So going to read it from the distance. He's going the fielder between mid-wicket and uh, long on. He's going to call corner for a maximum. Absolutely. This is what happens when you put uh, you give a batsman such as Gavin Wallace so many chances. He's going to capitalize and he's going to hurt you at the end of the, end of the game. He, he's, he's, no, he's no rookie at the back. We know that he's capable of hitting massive sixes and he's, he's showing that to us. Yes, indeed. Please. This time he's going bigger. He's going bigger. I'm telling you, he's going, 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 gone. Another maximum SFCA on the go. You're listening to cricket live and live coming to you from the Central Bowers Regional Park. The latest score, 157 for the loss of three wickets. So now the projected score is 180. Well, the, the, the rate he's going, it, 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 it's not impossible to get to 190, even possible to 100, because we know that. 
um, Wallace can be very destructive, and he's shown that the last few deliveries, one of the biggest six of the afternoon, the last one over the deepest mid-wicket area. Yes, he's striking a strike rate of 215. This time he's opening the blade. And, oh, it's a bad mistake. They're getting him back on strike. So that, again, is sloppy feeling. You need to get him off strike. And the feel that they're running in from point, overland the ball, and allow Wallace to return to remain on strike. He's on 43 from 20 deliveries. You need to get more strike. You need to keep him quiet. 159. It's a good final. It's turning out to be. Despite the condition, it, it, it's decent for cricket. It's not too hot. It's overcast. Oh, this time he's... He's holding me. Clean him up. Tony Reid with a slow one. Taking pace off the delivery. Who's got the last laugh? And Wallace, gentleman fashion, gives Tony Reid the punch and saying, well done, you outfoxed me. And I said earlier, when I looked at the pitch today, I said, um, you know who would have been two good bowlers on here? Um, and, um, oh, Lord, the name is missing me from you there now. The guy who did so. He's not playing today. The name is missing me there now. The guy played for you, man. But nevertheless, brought a bit of cricket from Tony Reid. Doing a little bit of the back of the Anna, pitching on the liner, middle and leg stump, cutting back onto the off stump. So, smart bowling from the man Reed. So, as it is, it's 159 for the last of three. Last man to four was Gavin Wallace, 43 from 20. At the wicket, he's Fisher. He's on four from five. Throwing at a strike rate at 80. He put me back on. We're trying to remember the name Samson. And a pitch like this, Samson would have recovered. Havoc. I, I had a, you know, a look at the pitch. I said he takes pace off and he, he uses his head. But he's not in the, in, the, in the lineup today. I saw him decked out. And when I um, would have looked at the team, um, oh, here comes the rain. Huh? We dreaded that. I said the rain should be coming in. David sent to the rain. The rain would have come now at 159. For the loss of three wickets, and um, I think Dr. Lewis might have to come into play here because what we're having and seeing here is women's reign. Can anybody tell me what is women's reign? It's something I've been trying to figure out. Well, I tell you, don't search and scratch your head. Don't get in gray hairs over it. <laughs> when you hear women's reign, it is called nagging reign. That means the rain is drip, yes, it's dripping, just drip, drip, just nag, nag, nag. If you're going to shower, you should shower, right? I'll leave that for you to say. I won't say nothing. <laughs> See, friends like you, you left me out to hang. It's a good thing rain is coming, so I wouldn't be dry. You're not leaving me to hang. You see, they, <laughs> they know. Just going to just um, break right in here because we're having rain at the... Central Broad Regional Park and play has been halted for a bit. Just want to tell you that you're listening to the cricket show and you're invited to be with us this evening from six until nine PM Eastern Standard Time where we'll have our regular cricket talk. Cricket talk is being brought to you each and every Sunday for the past eleven years. So time permitting, you can join us. The number is one five one five six oh five. 
1-800-242-9850. We'll join our commentators over at the Central Broad Regional Park. Ivor Henry, lead commentator, going to pick it up. Back over to you, Ivor. Yes, Liam, we'll get back to you when we have a go. The covers are being placed at this time. It's provided there by the umpires and um, cricketers alike. All are helping. Um, it's just nagging rain, and um, we don't know. Um, the rain was predicted to come in at 5. It is now 2.30. So let's hope that it's just a passing shower. So um, I'll... I'll touch base with you, Leon. I'm going to probably see if I can get an interview or two with someone. And um, until such time, I'll leave it for you to just tell you folks what would have happened to... Yes, well, Cindy's, why don't you tell, um, me, when you tell me exact, the exact score, Ivor? I, I was not in a position to follow completely. Okay, the, okay yes, we, we can do that. Mm-hmm. 59 for the loss of three weekends. Is it three or four? Because... Uh, uh, four wickets, four. I beg your pardon. Four, four yes. wickets. Okay, 159, yeah, and that's, that's Tropics Tropic United. Tropics United won the toss, or did, was it uh, um, Port St. No. Lucie? Port St. Lucie. They won the toss. Uh, Tropics. Yes, they won the toss. And they sent Tropics I'll give in. You yes, indeed. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. The listeners would love to hear um, the score card, if you have it at hand. Yeah, we can you can play something and then we can talk this off here if you want. Okay, yes, Just indeed. Something okay. I'll, I'll come to the back room. Yes, indeed. We will do that for a while. And... Let's stop. Good evening. And welcome to the Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to the cricket show at comcast.net and now let's talk cricket lovely cricket on his way to both big left-handed west indian captain wakes tapping away at the crease walker is on the way and lloyd off the back foot crashes it through the covers that's four more runs beautiful shot by lloyd full of confidence Floyd. Backfoot shot off the meet the bat and racing away to the boundary. A cluster in the covers had no chance of catching it. This tiny young fella, by the name of Chiwa, left all the way from China because of Kerry Packer. He said he heard so much about cricket, but he wants someone to explain it. Just match between Australia and we, so we start listening to the commentary. Yeah, the ball swinging, he started asking about Tarzan. He want to apply for the job as the night watchman. Just then he hear fingers, he said like married people, he play this game. When he hear the bowler have a third man, he say them homos then have no shame. Tries to cut it down for the wicket. Marsh takes the chances. Richard's trying to cut. Just got a tough edge onto it. And the Australian is naturally jubilant for getting the time West Indian wicket. Richard Fort Marsh, pulled by Bright for 88. Imagine my calamity. Explaining cricket to the shiny. He never speaks to it before. So he starts saying stupid things in the law. Everything he wants to consume. So he went and turned up the volume. With 
Michel Allegret, the boy that gave me Jarrah. He asked me if that means we just getting three months sickly for court. The bowler that was spinning, he wonder if he gets Malkadi. When he hears Clive Lake get his entry, he says somebody takes toilet. It was at this moment that legendary fast bowler Michael Holding delivered a very powerful monologue about the Black Lives Matter movement, reaching an audience way beyond cricket. Take a look. West Indies legend Michael Holding joins us now. Um, it's it's lovely to see you and uh, and to be able to talk to you. Uh, and it, the, one of the reasons that we're talking to you is not just because what you said, but what it has led to. And this is your book, Why We Kneel, How We Rise. Because we heard the emotion as your voice cracked at the end of that particular part of what you were saying. And I know that you then went on and did an interview with Mark Austin. And um, you, you were very emotional in that as well. But you thought that that was enough at that point, didn't you? You thought, right, I said my piece. I will just leave it to others to decide how to take it on. Mm -hmm. Until yeah. Thierry Henry got in touch with you. And you thought, okay, I'm going to take this one myself. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, first of all, I didn't plan to, to say what I said on Sky. It, it was just a matter of the opportunity arising because, of course, of the rain. And then after that, as you said, Suzanne, I, I thought, well, I've said my piece. You know, if people don't understand what I'm saying from what I've just said, they don't want to understand, and I can do nothing about that. But then, as you said, I got started getting calls. The first person to call me was Thierry Henry. He, matter of fact, he didn't call me initially after that first piece on Sky. He called me after I did that interview with Mark Austin because he saw me literally shedding tears. And he called me and said, Mikey, I feel, I feel your pain. And we started to have a discussion and we spoke about it. And even then, I didn't intend to write a book. But more people started sending messages my ghostwriter, Ed Hawkins, who did my last book, said, Mike, we have to take this further. And eventually, with pressure from all those people, I call it pressure, but not really, I even had fellow commentators, people working with me at Sky, saying, you can't stop there. And that is how the book came about. You didn't intend to say what you said, Michael, as you say, the rain was coming down as an opportunity to discuss what was going on in the news at the time. Uh, was it quite difficult to sort of take on the, the, the impact that it had, because I can remember watching it at the time and being absolutely blown away by listening to how eloquent and clearly you explained something that lots of people were struggling to explain and to understand. And then to suddenly realize how that reverberated then going forward and then being, doing that incredible interview with Mark as well. Has it been quite overwhelming to feel that, that sort of sense of responsibility to what you're saying? Well, when I did that interview with Mark Austin, I went straight back to the commentary box because I was at cricket. I went back to the commentary box and spoke to my boss, Brad Henderson, my immediate boss at Sky, and I said, Hendo, that's it. Now we're going to pause here for a cause because we have rain at the Central Broward Regional Park where the South Florida Cricket Alliance T20 final is in progress and rain has interrupted play. Tropics having been sent into bat were 159 for the loss of 
four wickets, 159 for four. Tropics. Wallace got 43 from 20 deliveries. He's the former Jamaica player. And Philo Davis, or Phil and Davis got 15. And Dale Africa, 31. Ryan Watson, he also were, was in the runs, and he got 46. Um, for Port St. Lucie, wickets went to Niji. Niji got two wickets, and Tony Reed also were in the wicket column. He got a wicket. So, again, 159.44 were the scores for Port uh, Tropics United. And they are playing in the finals of the South Florida Cricket Alliance T20 Finals. Rain has interrupted play. And we will be joining our commentators, Ivor Henry and company, a little later, as soon as the rain stops. And you know, it doesn't take long for the pitches in those areas to dry out. So we urge you to be back with us and we will do our utmost to keep you up to date. We're bringing you some music in the meantime and we hope that you are enjoying the commentary uh, ably carried by Ivor Henry and company over there at the Broad Central Regional Park. So we were playing an interview with, 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 with Holden. Many of you may not have heard it before but I will just try to give you as much as we can. Back to Holden. It was at this moment that the legendary fast bowler Michael Holding delivered a very powerful monologue about the Black Lives Matter movement, reaching an audience way beyond cricket. West Indies legend Michael Holding joins us now. Um, it's, it's lovely to see you and, uh, and to be able to talk to you. Uh, and it, the, one of the reasons that we're talking to you is not just because what you said, but what it has led, led, uh, led to. And this is your book, Why We Kneel, How We Rise because we heard the emotion as your voice cracked at the end of that particular part of what you were saying. And I know that you then went on and did an interview with Mark Austin and um, you, you were very emotional in that as well. But you thought that that was enough at that point, didn't you? You thought, right, I said my piece. I will just leave it to others to decide how to take it on. Mm -hmm. Until yeah. Thierry Henry got in touch with you. And you thought, okay, I'm going to take this on myself. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, first of all, I didn't plan to, to say what I said on Sky. It was just a matter of the opportunity arising because, of course, of the rain. And then after that, as you said, Suzanne, I, I thought, well, I've said my piece. You know, if people don't understand what I'm saying from what I've just said, they don't want to understand, and I can do nothing about that. But then, as you said, I got started getting calls. The first person to call me was Thierry Henry. He, matter of fact, he didn't call me initially after that first piece on Sky. He called me after I did that interview with Mark Austin. Because he saw me literally shedding tears. And he called me and said, Mikey, I feel, I feel your pain. And we started to have a discussion and we spoke about it. And even then, I didn't intend to write a book. But more people started sending messages. My ghostwriter, Ed Hawkins, who did my last book, said, Mike, we have to take this further. And eventually, with pressure from all those people, I call it pressure, but not really, I even had 
fellow commentators, people working with me, as guys say, you can't stop there. And that is how the book came up. You didn't intend to say what you said, Michael, as you say, the rain was coming down as an opportunity to discuss what was going on in the news at the time. Uh, was it quite difficult to sort of take on the, the, the impact that it had? Because I can remember watching it at the time and being absolutely blown away by listening to how eloquent and clearly you explained something that lots of people were struggling to explain and to understand. And then to suddenly realise how that reverberated then going forward and it being doing that incredible interview with Mark as well. Has it been quite overwhelming to feel that, that sort of sense of responsibility to what you're saying? Well, when I did that interview with Mark Austin, I went straight back to the commercial box because I was at cricket. I went back to the commercial box and spoke to my boss, Brad Henderson, my immediate boss at Sky, and I said, Endo, that's it. I'm speaking to no one else on this matter because people tend to think that it's like you're discussing a cricket game or a football game. They don't understand the emotions that flow through you. You don't just shed tears because you're happy. You know, those emotions, you don't want to face them every day. And at that point, I said, that's it. I'll speak to no one ever. I had people from the USA, NBC, calling me, wanted to speak to me. I said, absolutely no chance. Um, this is not a football match. You're, you're getting involved with my life and my emotions. No, no way. But then, as I said, you know, with so much messaging and people coming from all parts of the world saying, this is something that has to be told. This is something that has to go further. That's how I got involved, involved with the book. But it's not an easy task, and even writing the book wasn't easy. Some of those chapters, I have read them more than once, but some of the other chapters, I've read them many times, because some chapters I don't want to read again. I sent a chapter to my sister when I was reading, doing the book, because I kept on sending chapters to my sisters. They're older than me. And one of the times I sent a chapter to her, she said, Mikey, I am not reading this. I cannot read this. This is painful. So people think it's, it's something that is fun doing and fun going through. It's not. I think, you know what, I think you, you explain it um, so clearly, because I know that in the wake of what happened to George Floyd, his murder, I know that the whole discussion about the Black Lives Matter movement, for a lot of people, they describe an experience of exhaustion and emotional exhaustion, the constant explaining of why these things are important and that, that sort of sense of why do we have to keep telling you how bad this is. Um, and, and I know that, you know, that has been a strain. The important thing about this book is that it does explain these things. You, you do feel that it is important to use this time as an opportunity to educate people about what, what you call the, the dehumanization of, of black people. That speech that you gave uh, when Rain stopped to play was, I think, just six weeks after George Floyd's murder. How significant was that moment, do you think, for the movement? Well, a lot of people have told me that they didn't quite understand until they heard me speak. A cameraman who works with Sky, who was not even working on, on that particular game, messaged me immediately afterwards and said, Mikey, I didn't understand until I heard you and I heard some of the stories from Ebony Rain Footprint as well. 
I know, understand how privileged I am to have never experienced what you guys have experienced. He had a confederate cap that he wore on a regular basis, a gray confederate cap. But he said he wore it because he liked the shape, shape like a triangle. And he said he didn't understand the history behind it. And when he heard me at Ebony, he decided that he was never, ever going to wear that cap again. And he threw it into the garbage. And this is what I'm trying to do. Just get people to understand what it is all about. And education is the way forward. We need to teach all of history, not just history that suits one set of people. When I was a young man growing up at school, I was never taught anything about, about black people and people of color. And I've since discovered all the great things that people of color and black people have done that have been airbrushed out of history. They have been airbrushed out of history because they do not suit the narrative of white superiority. That, what, that is what people have wanted to portray. And we, until we teach all of history so that everyone, black and white, can understand the true history of mankind, we will continue to have these problems, we'll continue to struggle. Because we have people growing up subconsciously are not thinking that they are superior to other races. And we have people growing up subconsciously are not that they think they are inferior to other races. Why we kneel and how we rise is what you've titled the book. At the moment, we're watching the Euros. We've seen various football teams over the course of the Premier League season here in the UK, or equally around the world. And now the national side decided to take a knee, and some of them deciding not to take a knee as well. What's your thoughts about that? Michael, and how do you feel when you hear the boos that the England team face as they take the knee, but equally the rousing applause and the cheering that they get to combat that? Well, I'm glad to see that the rousing applause and the cheering is now getting larger and really outdoing the booing. I am a little bit disturbed by the booing, but it's not something that I'm totally surprised about. Because, as I've told people, you'll always have racism. You'll always have people who don't want to understand. But it's a matter of trying to get the masses, the majority, to understand and the majority to realize that things are wrong and to make changes. It's like crime. You will never get rid of crime. But the less crime you have in the society, the better off you are. As for the taking a knee, I'm not here to tell anyone that they must take a knee. Because I don't want people to take a knee because they are taking a box. You either take the knee because you support the cause or you don't. If you don't support the cause, don't take the knee because people are telling you to take a knee. That is not what I'm expecting from anyone. The worldwide acceptance gesture for, to support Black Lives Matter is taking the knee. But as I said, don't take the knee if you don't believe in it. Don't take the knee because you want to say, I'm ticking this box, now I can move on, as I've seen others do. I don't want that, and I don't think people really want that. What do you say to those who say that uh, the taking of the knee is a it backs the Black Lives Matter political movement, as opposed to it is associated uh, with the, the the importance of the phrase Black Lives Matter? I mean, I I find it extraordinary that people can't disentangle the two things. But but do you find yourself saying to people, this isn't about a political movement, this is about saying something very important. Well, I keep on referring to that in, in my book, and I keep on telling people that I have nothing to do with any political movement. When you think of Colin Kaepernick, 
place all over the world. It has nothing to do with politics. I have no idea. I've never visited the BLM website if there is one. I've never tried to find out who formed it or anything like that. I am interested in the three words. Black Lives Matter. If you add the three letters after that, people, people would soon quieten down. Because all we are trying to say is we matter as well. We are not telling anyone that we matter more than anyone else. But all the evidence so far suggests that our lives don't really matter. And it's about time that our lives matter. No. We just, that's all we want, equality. You know, I don't understand why people can't see that. Or some people don't want to see it so that. I, I believe that. Some people just don't want to see it. And some people will try to pull down whatever they can because they don't want change. They are quite happy with their life. They are quite comfortable with their life. And they don't want to see any change. Well, Michael, we've, we've really enjoyed having you on this morning. As, as Rygate Coach has tweeted to us, if people don't have a penny drop moment listening to legend Michael Holden, we stand no chance of folk happening. Your book, Why We Kneel and How We Rise, will discuss all that we've been talking about this morning. Thank you for everything that you are doing. Thank you for the incredible job that you do, day job. But more importantly, this is uh, a hugely important task. Thank you. Thank you for your time this morning. So let's continue with some music until we hear from our commentators. Okay, we we do. They're trying to take the, the covers off. Um, at this time, the superstar is still Leon, and um, we haven't had any official word yet. But the covers are still on. But they're tapping water that is um, settled around the um, the pitch. So there's going to be some cricket. After. Yes, indeed. The time, I'll, 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 I'll let you know. But the covers, indeed. they're chucking up the water off the covers. So you can um, take the covers off quickly. How about so the spectators? Can, maybe... you a, can you give me a word as to how the spectators, any uh, number of people are gathering up? Or? Um, we said a large yes, contingent um, of persons. Especially from, from St. Lucie, Palm Bay area. Orlando, yeah, we have a, quite a contingent. Wonderful interview you had there with the mayor. Uh, what's his name again? I can't recall his name. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Fisher? Fisher? No, Mr. Richard no, no, Lewis? Richard the cookie man. His name, no. Okay. Lord, oh, um, my name again. Commissioner Mr. Thurston. Paul, uh, Mr. Ken, Ken Thurston. Oh, Ken Thurston. Okay, good. Yes, yeah. let him know that, yes. That, um, yeah. Ken Thurston. We appreciate the work that they're doing and the interest that he has placed in, in allowing cricket to be played. And he acknowledges the response yeah. of the people who come uh-huh. in to fill the hotels and, and the businesses in the neighborhood. So, good call. You are still making me be back about Half an hour's time or, 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 or more? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you get on, David to talk with us too? A little? And David? <laughs> okay. Yeah, when you come back, yeah. Yes, okay. In the meantime, I'm going to play some music. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay, David is here now. Yeah. Hello, David. The folks are here yeah, in the background and they want to hear your laughter. Hey, what's up? What's up? 
Yes, I got to tell the folks you 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 you're listening to the the famous Cora umpire. He's a jack of all trade and master of some. Come on, David, hail your fans up. Yeah, good afternoon, Leon, and we'd like to say thanks to Blog Talk Radio for um, coverage of this final year. If it's turning out possibly to be going to be a home thing of a final, if we get playback up so today. Um, the covers are still on. The ground staff is working uh, studiously um, to get the water off the covers and maybe remove them later. So somewhere along this line, these overs are going to be, overs are going to be reduced. And um, for each passing time, it's ticking uh-huh. away right now. So uh, Doc Wett comes into, into, into play. Doc yeah, Wett Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, yeah. whatever it will be, will be. But the runs are scored. Yeah. The runs are on the board. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Once the score is going to be hard, hard, to, hard, to, hard, hard to. You know? mm-hmm. The tropics, yeah. the tropics might, might just want to deny Port St. Lucie of another title, right? Yeah, 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 because... <laughs> They have not have any hardware in it, you know, so they they definitely would love, like to walk away with this trophy here. But, but tell me something, apart from the trophy, what is the prize money behind this? Do you know offhand? I, I, have, I have no idea because I'm not on the board per se, so I really don't know what other prize money they have behind this. But I know, I know yes. the, the most disciplined team. Is um gonna the umpire association is gonna give them an award along with okay. a prize some prize money too. So the most disciplined team will walk that I know they'll walk away. But at least mm-hmm. a, there's a tie for that. So they'll at least have about for two hundred bucks there. All right. Well, at least then they, they wouldn't be going back empty-handed. At least. Those no, no, so no, no. We wish them well and hope that the rain abates and. Um, that play can continue because it's somewhat, um, somewhat exciting, even though I didn't see yeah. more, all of it. But I'm watching yeah, on yeah. Facebook as well, and um, commentary is very clear, and commentary very, very excellently presented. Thanks again, David, for all your all kind right. work. <laughs> no problem, man. I said thanks to Black Talk Radio and the office. I'll try to pick it alive. Well, you got to tell the folks that is you're a part of Black Talk Radio. You only don't come on a Sunday, but you, you're very much part of, as a director of the Blog Talk Radio, the cricket show, you're an integral part. You made it happen. And we only put it on, but you made it happen because of your support. All ends. Thanks again. I'm going to play some music. And All right. Okay, okay. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. We're talking to David Maitland. David Maitland is one of the popular cricketers in South Florida. He's noted for his scoring as well as his umpiring. And we are going to be bringing you some music and hopefully we can get an interview that I have recorded. So I'm just going to try and give you some. Um, um, some music and hope you enjoy the cricket music. We like to play cricket music. Stay with me as I I like this one by with Chanda Paul and the trade winds. So listen to it while I pull up some 
to be able to join us. We just want to make sure that we get in the closing ceremony of that program. Good evening. So don't you go far. We'll be back around about 3.15 to with a new episode. 